The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. The Pirate Radio Podcast is presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit WhiteClaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring the Players Lounge Edition. The Pirate Radio Podcast is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. On today's podcast, Troy Dreyfus will talk to ECU quarterback Holton Ehlers and ECU safety DJ Ford. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast Players Lounge Edition presented by White Claw Hard Seltzer starts right now. Holton Aylers, quarterback for ECU football. Great to see you, Holton, again. Yes, sir. Thanks for having us. Excited and, to be here. And DJ Ford, live in studio with us. Uh, safety, a, a newer name and face to the program, someone you're going to get to know not only on this show, but also on the f- football field. DJ, honor to have you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. Uh, we know how busy you guys are and how crazy your schedule is. So first of all, thanks for uh, shoehorning us in here <laughs> to be able to get this done. And uh, things will start to get kind on a rhythm after next week once you get in, get, get in game week mode and Mondays are your typical day off right now still kind of getting things done not totally a day off right now you got to be back there later this afternoon yeah, so uh, the grind it, it's you're kind of in the fog of preseason camp right now is the way I hear the coaches talk about it yes sir it's definitely like the meat of it uh, it's definitely the point where guys start to get a little tired you know you have to really lock in and focus and make sure you stay locked in yeah, I said I was telling DJ. Um, I pulled in here ten minutes early and took a five minute nap. So I guess it's that it's that part of camp uh, when your when your body's really feeling it. But I mean, it's that's what camp is. That's what August is about. It's just getting ready for the season. So that's what we're doing. Has this camp been different for you from any other camps, Holton? It has been. Um, you know, Coach Houston's looked out for us a little bit more than usual. You know, we're not staying in the dorms this year. Um, we usually, you know, stay in the dorms, drop off our car keys, and see the real world in a month and this year you know we have we have our car keys we're staying in the in our houses and stuff like that so we do have a little bit more I, not really free time but more time to go home and sleep in our own bed rather than sleeping in the locker room just stuff like that but i mean it i mean that's probably the biggest thing seems like yeah, almost maybe the level of trust has increased uh he's been here now his third season he's gotten to know you guys and i think he, he's pretty proud of this group that's here right now so things he's done before he feels like he can kind of well we don't have to do it like that anymore we yeah guys a little more leeway now and we're i mean we're an older group now too i mean most of our guys that you know our leaders I mean our leadership council when when they first got here was seven players now it's 22 23 guys that you know leadership council is a big deal and that's something that i mean if we have that many guys and that's just guys that he trusts that you know with anything that he can tell us and we can keep it between us and just stuff like that and we come to him and that was one of the things that we came to and asked us if we could stay in our houses so that's been really nice every monday now here on pirate radio and on um, many of our digital platforms we're going to be serving up uh the players lounge these guys are going to be visiting with us all uh season long and it's really something that we've never done this before and we've never had an opportunity to do it before the the game has changed as far as the rules concerning the ncaa so we were able to do uh nil deals with you for folks that don't know i uh, used to have to go through the university we'd only talk to you after a practice or after a game
game. It was very limited contact, at least officially, that we could have with you mm-hmm. guys. And uh, as you all know, it's kind of a huddle. Everyone's got a microphone in your face at the same time holding. It's not very personable. And um, this is an atmosphere. The reason we're calling it the Pirate Radio Lounge is a little more relaxed. We wanted to get to know you guys as people, separate from just football players and, and names on a jersey and, and, and numbers. So we think this is going to be a lot of fun. I know we're excited about it. I think it's going to be great for the Pirate Nation to get to learn who you guys are, too, as, as people separate from just football players. DJ, you're kind of new to the program. Yes, sir. Uh, you're a transfer from North Carolina, I hear, but a lot of people talking about you now. Um, you're coming in as safety. You've got one year to, uh, to shine as a transfer. For folks that are listening to you, seeing you for the first time, give us the DJ Ford story. Tell us a little bit about yourself, the road that led you here to Greenville, and uh, who you are and what you're all about. Okay, sounds good. Um, so I'm originally from Lionville, Alabama, small town, 1,500, 2,000 people. Um, grew up there my whole life, you know what I'm saying? Born and raised there. Deep South, you know what I'm saying? Mama always told me, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir, no, sir. Manners are a big thing for me. Um, coming out of high school, didn't have a lot of looks uh, up until my senior year. And then um, balled out against some guys that had some offers from Tennessee and other big schools like that. So my recruitment picked up late. And then um, Gene Chizik came in. Uh, he was the defensive coordinator in North Carolina, uh, came down, uh, visited me in school and everything like that. And then I went up to UNC, and that's how I ended up there. And then um, this past year with COVID and everything, I had opted out of the season, obviously, um, due to like COVID concerns and things like that. Um, and after I had opted out, I um, decided to enter the transfer portal for my last year. I just wanted a new experience. And... I wanted to go somewhere where I felt like football was king, you know, and um, there's a lot of good history here as far as football is concerned, and um, this place just felt right. I came here, um, and the guys opened me with welcome arms, you know what I'm saying, everybody on the staff as far as uh, the coaches, everybody on the team, strength staff, conditioning, you know what I'm saying, uh, equipment guys, everybody. It just felt like home right away, so I'm fired up to be here, and I'm, I'm excited, man. I know uh, Holt, when we initially talked, and uh, originally we were just going to, you know, have you feature, yeah. it was going to be Holt Nailers. Uh, but then we're like, hey, look, we, we kind of brainstormed this idea together. We're like, what about, let's include some of the other guys in this thing and uh, expand it. I said, who, and you know, we, we had a few guys on our short list, but uh, I said, who, who do you like on defense? And, you know, your name was right yes, at the, the top of the list. So yeah, we're I like, you got to talk. You may yes, not know sir. him yet because he's new, but you got to <laughs> talk to this guy. You've got to talk to this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, so I know the quarterback is a, is a big <laughs> fan of yours right now. Hopefully you're not picking off too many of his passes in practice. Not too many. Not yet. <laughs> but uh, who led the recruiting with you, DJ, you know, East Carolina? And I know a lot of it is player led. And, you know, once you get here, you talk to the other players and kind of feel out the chemistry. But which coach has kind of led you here? Uh, Trip Weaver, the safeties coach, he reached out initially. And uh, we kind of connected over the phone and everything like that. Hopped on a Zoom call. He walked around himself showing me, you know what I'm saying, the facilities mm-hmm. and everything. Um, put me on the phone with Coach Houston, uh, Coach Big John, our strength coach. Like, it was very personal. And I, I respected that and I appreciated that throughout my recruiting process. So um, my position coach being in the front of that whole process meant a lot to me. And, you know, he talked to me about the defensive scheme and how I would fit and different things that I could do to help our team win. And it just felt like a, a really good fit for me. So I had to jump on the opportunity. Yeah, Triple Weaver, great pirate. Played here and understands the history and tradition here, too, and now doing an awesome job as a coach. Um, and, and that is something that, you know, Coach Houston talking to him, he, he wants to – 
get away from just being transfer you where they you know you have to take a bunch of transfers he wants to build this thing from the ground up but when he sees a great opportunity and someone that can be a factor and make a difference immediately he also is open-minded enough to say hey look we need yeah let's let's welcome him with open arms because uh i know the opportunity this year for you coming in in the secondary is tremendous yes sir um i'm looking forward to it a lot i think that um our secondary is building up some depth and we're going to have guys that can rotate and play different positions and do a lot of things to help us win ball games. So. What, what do you do when you're not playing football, DJ? What's some of your hobbies? What do you um, enjoy? So I'm actually a photographer. Um, huh. I take pictures some. I do photo awesome. and video work, things like that. Um, I've done several grab photos for different guys on the team uh, here and in Temple Hill. Um, yeah, it's just something I like to do in my pastime. I also like to uh, do a little bit of investing on the stock market. Hosting, yes, and I talk about that. Uh, that was one of the first things we talked about when I got here. Is like, you know, what you got in your portfolio? What are you What are you looking at now? Very cool. Uh, I've known to leave CNBC on in my office many times. So you're welcome. To, we'll trade stock tips. From, okay, uh, sounds good. Know, that sounds good. And of course, uh, what a great guy to talk to, Holt Nailers, as I like to call him, Holt Nailers Incorporated. Now, uh, <laughs> he's the the, uh, the emerging entrepreneur. You know, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk more about Built Went Broken. We did a whole podcast yeah. on that. Really. I got a lot yes, of great sir. feedback on that. And, uh, we're still running that on Pirate. Radio. Um, all right, so that is DJ Ford. He is the new name, the new kid on the block, uh, <laughs> so to speak. You're going to be seeing him a lot on the defense, defensive side of things for ECU football. Holt Naylor's in. He is QB1 for ECU. Any Pirate fan knows his story now. Uh, of course, everyone in Greenville has followed your career, as we talked, since the Little League and then, of course, at D.H. Conley, where you had such uh, set so many statewide records. Are, are a lot of those records still holding, Holton? I know? think so, honestly. My family and my friends keep up with that more than I do. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, some uh, of them were tremendous. Yeah, like, I'm sure some records. of them were. We had some crazy, crazy nights over there at Conley, so I'm sure some are still up. All right, let's say someone moved to Greenville New or just happens to be listening to us, isn't familiar with ECU football or Holt Nailers. Let's get your elevator pitch. Uh, who is Holt Nailers? What are you all about? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm born and raised Greenville. Um, you know, I like you said, you know, I grew up here playing sports. I'm the youngest of uh, four boys, so, um, you know, all of them were, were pretty successful at sports. Um, both of my parents are, are really successful around here in Greenville, and a lot of people know them, too, so kind of like you said you know i kind of grew up in the spotlight ever since i was a little kid whether it was in my brother's spotlights or in my brother's shadows and then kind of making my own name for myself in the sports world and stuff like that um i grew up a baseball player and was all in on baseball and everyone thought i was going to play baseball for the rest of my life um until high school and then started playing football fell in love with it um and kind of never looked back with that just chose that and ended up choosing ecu and have been been here since and loved it and uh, what do you do when you're not playing football, Holden? What are some of the hobbies for Holt Nailers? Um, shoot, I mean, now it's just built when broken. Um, I mean, just that that's kind of a big thing for me. And then kind of like you said, invest in the stock market. Um, you know, during, during quarantine, I really got into that. I really enjoyed that. And that's something that we've really bonded over, um, kind of like you said, since we've been here. But just probably just those two. And just spending time with my family, you know, being here and, and being in Greenville, being able to go to – go home for dinner or go home for lunch or whatever it's just just stuff like that um just being around the people that you love that's cool i like how you guys are, are thinking ahead investing and talking stocks oh, yeah. I, i've always kind always. of found that fascinating myself i told my dad the other day i said you know i was kind of into that in college and a little bit after college too still am but i it was a lot harder back in my day to oh, invest. Yeah. i said i told my dad apps. i said if that mm-hmm. robin hood platform yeah. was available yes, when i was in school i'd either be a multi-millionaire right now or broke <laughs> yeah. one or the other because <laughs> i'd much. have it would make it so easy 
yeah, to it do it. Not, it, it was it was a pain to have to invest and expensive to have yeah. to have a broker. You know, those are the dinosaur ages. You don't need that anymore. No, you, you know, don't. if you want to just you know start small, you can do it yourself. You, you just download it. an app and yeah. go for it. And but you got to be careful. You know, yeah, it's like exactly. anything. For sure, it comes with risk. But that's uh, that's awesome that you guys are thinking like that already. All right, uh, how did the scrimmage go Saturday? So that was kind of your first test in real time with live fire i'll start with you holden uh what did you see out there what'd you like what'd you not like yeah i thought it went good i think we need to get you know some more deep balls thrown um you know that was one of our goals going in and i mean their their defense is so unique because i mean they're nothing like we will face all year other than navy um just they they show so many looks they show so many blitzes and when you don't prepare a week um ahead of time you know going into games and stuff you know the defense you know, night, you know, I mean, you know, all of it um, for the team that you're playing, you know, every single blitz that they'll see and how to protect it and stuff like that. But, you know, with these guys, I mean, we're just, we're installing stuff just like they are. Um, so usually the first scrimmage usually goes to the defense, and I'd have to say it did go to the defense this time, but I'm ready for Saturday to get back at them. So, <laughs> did you have, so uh, that was the early reports that the defense was, was looking pretty good. You're a big part of that defense. So, what was your perspective on, on Saturday's scrimmage? Um, Saturday's scrimmage, I feel like. Home was a little afraid of me, so I feel like he ducked me a little. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Yeah, all right. <laughs> nah, it was definitely a, a great day for the defense. Guys were flying around, being fast, you know what I'm saying, physical, all the things that the coaches wanted to see and asked of us. Um, definitely could have had a little more juice on both sides of the ball, but there were some plays being made on the defensive side that looked good, and uh, guys are excited. We're, we're fine. Yeah, they're running around hitting yes, the good. Sir. And uh, we do mess with the quarterbacks a little bit. Uh, so they try different to. different things, you know move around a little bit. I just, I want him to start the play still thinking about what we're doing versus, okay, I see this. I know what I got, you know, so. DJ, you're, you're new to the program this year. Uh, Holton, you're becoming one of the seasoned veterans over here. How much has changed in this program, this this going into this season versus what you saw, you know, your first year when you were here? I mean, you date back to uh, Scotty Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, you were here his last year. So you've seen a lot of change in this program. Uh, you've, you know, have been during the good times, bad times, in between everything, so to speak. Uh, what what is different now with this team versus when you came here as a freshman? Gosh, man, there's there's so much things that have, that have changed. Um, you know, one of the things about just the team and and kind of like he he mentioned the physicality and stuff, but from my aspect of it, um, you know, one of the big things for me is you look around and. COVID kind of helped with this in a way, but you look around this year during camp and every single position that we have, there's a guy that has started significant games there um, and, and is a significant leader on our team. You know, we mentioned 22 um, guys in leadership council and stuff like that. we got 21 starters returning um, from both sides of the ball. So just stuff like that. I mean, you, you, when you have depth at that position and you have guys that have have been in those situations before i mean you you can't help but get excited because those guys i mean we've been through a lot of stuff here but i mean we're all older now we all know what what to expect from a game day what to expect from these teams and honestly a majority of us have started against almost every team in our conference i mean that's just really exciting uh always it has been a young team you guys are getting older more experience and getting more depth as you mentioned that's that's huge especially on the o-line i mean I, i really think that offensive line can help make or break you, especially your position. Yeah, you know, you get mean, an extra couple seconds. Talk about how much that means versus not having that extra couple seconds oh, in, in mean, the decision-making process, especially as quarterback. For sure, it's everything. I mean, they're, they're the engine to really the team. I mean, anytime you got an offensive line and really defensive line, too, that can go up there and play physical and dominate the game, then it just makes everything so much easier. You know, a second in, in football and dropping back is probably about 10 to 15 seconds in normal normal life um i mean it's, it's kind of like 
making a decision to pull out in front of a car or not pull out in front of a car is i mean it's just like that you got a decision to do it or not and um, I mean, any second is valuable and stuff like that. But, I mean, those guys have, have done really well this camp. I mean, those, they've definitely developed this offseason, and, and they're looking really good. You're coming in this year. There is no quarterback controversy. There's no que- – you know, I've heard Coach Houston say the only decision is who's, you know, who's the backup right now, yeah. who's going to be number two. But uh, you are QB1, so to speak. And I've noticed – People, I've had someone ask me the other day, "What have you? What do you think is different with Holton?" I said, "Well, I think his confidence level is different coming in. His experience, his confidence. He's just kind of carrying himself a little bit different. Is that fair? I mean, I'm not you. That's no, what yeah. I think of you. Is that? Do you feel your confidence is is at an all time high right now? Oh yeah, I mean, this is the most confident I've been going to a season. Not only. Uh, you know myself but as a team i mean you go into to a game knowing that you know you can trust your defense to get turnovers you can trust your defense to make plays you can look at your offensive line and know that they're going to give you everything and and block for you i mean those receivers out wide are special and then when you know when i look beside me i got two of the best backs in the conference beside me i mean it's hard not to be confident in that and, and get excited about that you have so many weapons uh yeah, as you mentioned sure. you know with the wide receivers and running backs and improved offensive line and then you're dangerous too. I mean, they, you know, Definitely. if you need to, you can yes, run. Sir. Even though they've uh, kind of, Donnie talked about that Friday. Well, we prefer him not have to because we let the other guys run. But how do you make the decision? Of, hey, man, I need to take off or I just throw it away. I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, I like to take off. Uh, I mean, anything to help the team win. I think I could help the team win in the run game. But uh, do they give you a green light this year if you feel it's an opportunity, or do they tell you, "Hey, ease off that"? Yeah, I mean, there's been conversations about running the ball more. I mean, anything that they can game plan. I mean, it's it's kind of week to week. I mean, you go into games and teams defend everything differently. I mean, the quarterback run is such a unique thing because not all teams do it, and you gotta you gotta see on film how they do defend it and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm definitely ready to. I mean, I trained all offseason for that. I lost some weight. To to get quicker, um, you know, back to kind of that freshman year when I was really rolling there for a little bit. So I mean, I'm prepared to do that and anything to help the team win. DJ, you left an ACC team, uh, a so-called Power Five, you know, conference to come to East Carolina. What are the differences you've, you've seen here versus where you've been before? Honestly, none. Um, I think the motivation level is the same. You know, what I'm saying the physicality is the same. Like it's not like the game has slowed down any or anything like that. Like it's still college football. You know, what I'm saying we have guys in this conference that go and play in the NFL, just like guys from, you know what I'm saying, Sun Belt, Power Five, whether it be ACC, SEC, you know what I'm saying, Pac-12, wherever. So not much is different, honestly. Like, at the end of the day, it's football, you know. Same game we've been playing since we were kids. And you guys know, you know, one day football will be over and y'all are, there's a bigger picture in play. But uh, I assume both of you guys have aspirations to play at the next level. Of course. Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, that's one of my goals that you know, I think about every single day when I go out there and practice, so. Yes, sir. And and this year is a big year, you know, as far as sense of urgency. DJ, this is your last year, right? Yes, so sir. You got you got one year holding. I guess technically you have another year. Yeah, two if I want. If you so. So after this season, you have another one. Yep. Um, has that decision been made, or, or are you going to just kind of take it year by year at this point? And see yeah, I'm just. Uh, you know, my goal is this year is to get to a bowl game and get drafted. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, I haven't decided 100 percent what I'm going to do with this next year. You know, Coach Houston said they'd love to have me back for another year, but that's just something I'm going to think about with my family after the season. Talking to Holt Nailers and DJ Ford. We're inside the Players' Lounge for the first time here 
on PRL here on Pirate Radio. And we're coming up in hour two. We're going to hear from uh, Bruce Bivens and Xavier Smith, the linebacking duo. And then coming up in hour three, Tyler Sneed, CJ Johnson, and Rajay Harris will join us. So uh, we got a full lineup today. If you miss it, we'll have it archived on all our platforms of Pirate Radio. We'll also be serving it up as a Players Lounge podcast on the Pirate Radio podcast forum. Um, let's talk about your brand real quick for folks that don't know. You, you mentioned this is kind of open. This NLI name image likeness deals has opened up a whole new world for guys like you. You're in a marquee position uh, as quarterback, but you've also uh, have your own brand uh, built when broken. And this is giving you the opportunity to, to really be public about that and promote it and talk about it and uh, have a chance not to, you know, be quiet, but actually, you know, hey, look, yeah, I am having a business and I can do this and the NCAA doesn't penalize you for it anymore and something that they're like hey sounds good go ahead yeah it's, I mean um, it's really incredible the change that's happened yeah. just in the last 30 and, days I mean yeah they kind of just wiped their hands clean and said have at it when they passed the rule um, but yeah I mean it has it's been a great blessing for me because I've had it um, for a few months now and and I mean, I've, everyone kind of knows around Greenville who knows my story that I'm a Christian and, and, and big believer in that. And um, Built and Broken's a Christian-based um, brand just to kind of to help people out in, in hard times, and it's kind of helped our team out. I mean, the team has kind of embraced that as you know their motto too. And um, you know, I got I'm still 100 focused on football, and I got people running that behind scenes and i'm just helping out and getting any ideas that i can and getting into them yeah you can be the spokesman for it right yeah, now but you're sure. not having to do the day-to-day heavy yeah, lifting of it for sure. uh, you got other good people behind you doing that but i thought it was really cool the first thing you know first day of camp we had talked about this you'd wanted to get a built one broken shirt to every one of your teammates yep that was uh yes, some report so i guess dj you got to your locker and you saw one of those hanging yes, sir, yeah. I did. so I think, yeah. they look like they've been big hits so i thought yeah. all the guys i see them wear it all the time so yeah they love them everyone wears them uh they they really love them a lot and like i said i mean they've embraced that motto because when it's out there it's 106 degrees and you're you're hurting i mean that's something that can help you out and people people use that to help them so it's been really cool yeah that was a nice gesture for sure um talking ecu pirate football with uh, a couple of stars on the team obviously holton and dj ford you look ahead towards that season opener and um what is it bank of america stadium yes, they still call it now in charlotte uh play opening up in an nfl stadium something hopefully you know you guys will be playing in in the future on a regular basis thursday night a lot of people watching prime time uh, what are your thoughts going into the season opener dj i'll start with you um i feel like i keep saying the same thing but i'm excited um after coming off a year of not playing football I'm really excited to get back to playing football, but this game specifically because it's the first game, because it's in an NFL stadium and all of those things. But also the running back at App State's from my hometown, so he's like my little brother. Oh, so so I'm excited. A little yeah, little, right there, little hometown matchup yeah. right there that I'm fired up for. I might meet on the field. Yes, sir. Holden, it seemed like last year it was really important to end on a positive note, which you guys did, knocking off SMU and really taking that momentum into the offseason. How important is it to keep that momentum going to start the season, to start the season off with a win? It's very important. Um, I think it's hard not to be excited about this one. I mean, any in-state school that you play, it's personal. Um, And in Charlotte, in a neutral site where, you know, fans can travel to the games. I mean, growing up, watching those those games in – Bank of America Stadium when ECU's playing there and now you get to go get a shot at it yourself and you know this is the year that we've been waiting for this is the year that we've been waiting to change the program and that'd be a heck of a way to start I talked to a lot of folks and, and coaches included and they're like look this team's going to be a lot better but this is a tough schedule 
and there's no guarantees on on the schedule with, with any of these games. They're all tough games. When you guys look at the schedule, what do you see? You know how 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 I'm not asking for wins and losses because nobody can predict that. But what do you think of the schedule? I guess is a better question when you look at it because it does from the outside looking in, it does seem to be a very tough schedule. Whenever I see our schedule, I see an opportunity. I see an opportunity for us to control our future. You know what I'm saying? With you see a tough schedule, I see us being able to be whoever we want to be this season. If we win out, there's no telling, you know? Like, we go to the conference championship, and we win that game, we could be in the New Year's Six. So, I, I'm fired up for the opportunity. So, you, so, you're not looking at it go, well, this one's winnable, this one isn't. You're not like a oh, fan. No, you, uh, you guys go in that mentality, hey, look, we're going to go win every one of oh, us. Oh, yes, sir. We're, we're for sure looking to win every game. Like, that's our mindset this year. Why not us? Yes, sir. Oh, that's a great soundbite right there, Holden. We'll have to put yeah, that on yeah. the promo. Um, I know you feel the same way, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like I, like I said, I mean, we're going to be a tough matchup for anyone we play. Um, we got depth, we got experience, and we got skilled players that can go make plays um, at every single level. And, I mean, kind of like he said, we're not going into the game thinking, you know, can we win this game? We're going into the game thinking we're going to win this game, and we're going to make a statement. Um, and we're excited to do that. And every game we have, we're going to make a statement because we've been – We've been down too long, and we're excited to get this thing rolling again. I've talked to some of the other guys, your teammates and the coaches, and they all kind of say the same thing. They say that this chemistry on this team, even though we haven't played a game yet, seems different. The 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 team, there's you know, just a different feel about this team than there's been maybe a, a few a couple years ago. Uh, do you feel that? I, I definitely do. Um, I mean, any anytime you've been through some of the stuff that these guys have been through together, um, and then we, when you get new guys come in and embrace everything that we, that we stand for, I mean, it, it's special. Um, I mean, we've been through some rough times here, and this these class, I mean, this upper these upperclassmen that have been through it, um, you know, have kind of been forged by fire a little bit and kind of, you know, we've remembered everything that we've been through, and that's kind of what motivates us every single day is to, to get this place back and also just remember – Remember some of those tough days that we've had. Kind of a hunger. And if you can turn it around, you guys will be the ones that say, hey, this was the team that they'll look back at history and say, this was the team that turned things around for ECU football. Yeah, and that's that's what we want to be. That's what we came here to do. Um, Go ahead, DJ. No, I was just saying that's exactly what we're striving for. And to speak on, like, some of the the chemistry amongst the guys on the team, like, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but, like, guys have been going viral on TikTok and everything. When we're in the the meeting rooms, we're singing, dancing, having a good time. When we're out on the field, you'll have guys that are in a position battle together. You know what I'm saying? Going against one another, talking to each other about what they saw, what they could do better. You know what I'm saying? Helping each other out. So we're definitely on our way. Might, might get Fantasia to a uh, game yeah. this year. <laughs> yes, sir. So here she's a new Pirate fan, which yes, is good. Sir. We'll take all the fans we can get. <laughs> um, this year's different, too, because we're actually have fans in the stands. So Heck that'll yeah. be kind of neat. And Heck I think yeah. last year, I, you know, I was one that, you know, I don't know, are fans a factor? Are they not a factor, you know, in the game? I think after last season, it proved that fans are a factor yes, in the game. It makes 100%. a difference, especially difference for the home team because – when when they when the fans weren't there, it was a weird atmosphere. I don't know if you guys know. I thought oh, it was, yeah. and it just didn't. It just wasn't the same. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't for me. I know, like usually, I got to go up and scream as loud as I can to the O line. And last year, I had to be quiet so the defense wouldn't hear what <laughs> right. I was saying. So that's <laughs> really weird, right? Yeah, it was weird. Uh, I'm never doing that again. Hopefully, so I'm glad all that's done with. And DJ on defense, I'm sure you know you guys can really fire up the fans too with a big hit. Oh yes, sir. And you love to have the fans get juiced up on third downs and big plays, big hits, things like you said. Um, they definitely make a difference. It's like a a second win almost. Like they kind of help you out, pick you up when you're tired. Or, you know, fire you up and keep the fire going once you get it going. So, 
Guys, this is great stuff. We're going to uh, enjoy hearing from you all season long. We're going to do this every Monday on PRL and on all our platforms, too, on uh, on our Pirate Media Networks. And, uh, man, this is going to be great. Look forward to getting the inside perspective from y'all. I look forward to learning more about you guys as people, too. And I, I think our listeners and the Pirate Nation will really enjoy that also. So we appreciate you guys kicking it off with us officially today. What a great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the Players' Lounge Edition. Special thanks to our sponsor, White Claw Hard Seltzer. Look for White Claw at your favorite retailer next time you're out shopping. White Claw Hard Seltzer, available in five fruit flavors, two grams of carbs, gluten-free, and only 100 calories, and nothing tastes quite like it. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at pr927fm.com and follow us on social media to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You have been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Nothing tastes quite like it. Visit whiteclaw.com today. White Claw Hard Seltzer, proudly distributed by Coastal Beverage. Please drink responsibly. The Pirate Radio Podcast is an exclusive presentation by Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.